A very warm welcome to all my listeners. This is Veronica and I am your host for Insider's Talk. On Insider's Talk, you will get to hear stories from entrepreneurs, how their journey started, how they ended up doing their ventures, how they uh, helped their ventures to grow and scale over a period of time, how was their employment process and what they think about the employment trends that are happening nowadays in the startup industry and also a few tips and tricks that they are sharing based on their personal learnings with the entrepreneur. So this insider's talk will give you an insight on their mindset, will give you an insight on their ventures, and hopefully is going to inspire many aspiring entrepreneurs there. If you are stuck, if you want to hear stories where people have scaled and grown, if you want to hear stories where people have found solutions that is helping the society, if you want to hear stories where people have identified the gaps and are now trying to fill them in their respective sectors of interest, then Insider's Talk is the place to be. I am more than happy to have you here with me and let's dive in for our interview. I have with me Mr. Sagar Nanbani. Uh, he's the co-founder of Clevertize, which is an integrated service provider for all the clients. And we will get more into Clevertize, but First, Sagar, we would like to know more about you. So uh, thank you for coming on to our show, Insider's Talk, and uh, giving us a chance to talk to you. So with this, let's get into our first segment. And um, if you can introduce our, yourself to the listeners in what your educational background is and what was your professional background before Clevertize came into the picture. Sure. Uh, Veronica, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, it was uh, it, it was a privilege. It's a privilege for me to be on the show and having this discussion with you as well. Uh, so basically, I have been an ad man all throughout. Uh, probably the first ad copy that I wrote was when I was in standard seventh for uh, my mom's sort of uh, computer training center. And I've been sort of passionate about advertising since then itself. Uh, post that in terms of education, I did my Bachelor of Commerce and after that I did my uh, MBA from Alliance uh, Business School here in Bangalore and after that I have been part of the advertising world all throughout. I started off with a place which was predominantly a mainline agency called as Fan Communications and then from there moved on to uh, various other sort of agencies. And I worked with uh, Worldwide Open, which was part of uh, Reliance Entertainment. I worked with Position Squared uh, and so on and so forth. And then right now, sort of, uh, I did found uh, Clevertize. And yeah, that, that's been a quick sort of journey. Predominantly, I started off my journey from the servicing side in the advertising. Uh, and then slowly move to sort of digital and from digital I move to uh, strategy as such and thanks to the fact that I have worked with mainline as well as I worked with digital and I worked with performance oriented agencies the experience kind of led me to believe that uh, uh, it's, it's, it's time for India to have one of the uh, agencies which focuses only on integrated uh, marketing services as an offering. Yeah. So what was the basic trigger for you to, you know, say like, you know, just stop and, you know, start something like Clevertize? What was the main trigger? Uh, see, while uh, it's, it's, it, it sounds more fancier to say that, you know what, uh, 
the need for integrated marketing agency was very much prevalent but i think uh, for me the trigger was more on 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 on, on a different level because uh, while i have had great experiences in various agencies that i worked with i always felt that the amount of push that is needed or the kind of stance that an agency needs to take to either support the client or uh, uh, to kind of uh, make sure that we are putting our point strongly across was something that used to sort of lack so even mm. though i was an employee at various places uh, the problem was that i probably never had an employee mindset and that's the reason why there was a mismatch in the way in which i approached things and what probably some of the colleagues or the mindset of an employee uh, uh, would approach uh, uh, their work so uh, at some point in time a lot of people in the leadership ended up sort of saying that you know what it might be a great idea for you to have your own sort of setup and see how you want to bring this about and at some point in time i was just tired of trying it out and you know uh, playing this guess game of you know what if in case i'm lucky enough to have all the people who are uh, in sync and have a similar mindset in one place became all the more difficult so uh, i just said why not sort of try and build something of my own with 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 that sort of culture and people with that sort of mindset and yeah luckily i wasn't wrong in probably taking that call i guess <laughs> definitely definitely so um, when when you uh... you know you when you started with plevertize did you face any kind of a challenges for people to understand what kind of a change you are bringing in your sector uh first thing is forget about sort of when we started even today when we have somebody new joining in uh, uh one of the sort of elements that is expected out of let's say for example a copywriter who joins in they are supposed to know as to what is the kind of creative that is giving us best performance out there when we are running a performance led uh a uh, uh, media led performance led campaigns out there so there is a cross department integration that happens wherein the feedback is given in a very different way and not just depending on whether the client approves the copy or not mm-hmm. so basis that information uh, uh you have to optimize the way in which you work which is more of a you know a kind of a surprise element in a good way for a lot of people who join even today because uh it's surprising to even even though we are in the digital world even though everybody knows that the efforts have to be integrated in nature a uh, lot of agencies still today lack the approach of getting a creative person to understand how the media works and the media person to understand how the tech works mm-hmm. so uh, one of the biggest challenges for us is to kind of train them and sort of change their mindset into uh reviewing learning and reading these reports and 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 optimizing their work so that is something that is still a challenge for us in terms of finding the app resources who have such a mindset as right. well as once they are on board to get them at pace with the way in which clevertize goes about its goes about its business okay okay uh rightfully said like you know the same mindset to find people with the same mindset is basically one of the challenges that you are facing so um you know uh, when you when you create a product or a service you start marketing it and if, especially if it is there which like you said like you know you're trying to change the mindset in the way people work and i'm pretty sure over the period of time even the clients have a set way of working and uh, what you brought to the table was something different 
So was there any kind of a hiccup in getting customers? How were you able to create that buzz and you know get your first uh, customer base for Clevertise? So I have been lucky enough to work with uh, multiple clients across my throughout my uh, career while I was working with various agencies. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people out there have seen the way in which I approach work. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get us to for us to get a first big break took us about ten days time. Uh, wow. And we picked up uh, uh, one of the most priced and most loved client uh, uh, that uh, we had, which is Barbican Nation. So uh, uh, I personally knew the then CEO, uh, uh, Samir, and he put his faith in us and he said that, you know what, I want you guys to sort of uh, pick this up and sort of uh, uh, kickstart uh, 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 the work for Barbican Nation. So mm-hmm. uh, it took us about 10 days to sort of get our first break, but trust me, it hasn't been easy because what we were trying to do was a uh, little different for the internal team to understand and even for uh, the clients to understand. Right. So the approach that we had to take was with whatever clients that we got in the initial stage, a lot of focus went into creating case studies out of it, creating used cases of, yes, does integrated marketing approach actually work? Can you actually show them what is the kind of ROI that your integrated efforts have been able to generate for a company? So that took us some time to create those case studies, but I think the initial focus was to create a used case more than trying to get as many clients as possible on board. Mm-hmm. That's that's quite interesting actually, and quite insightful at the same time. So, um, like like you clearly said uh, that you know you didn't have that employee mindset at all, even when you were working. So that entrepreneur probably was there um, inside you all the time, but. Uh, did you follow anyone or basically in the, by following, I mean, did you get inspired or uh, did you have a mentor or do you still have a mentor in the journey? Uh, in the initial phases, uh, to be frank, my inspiration were my parents itself because mm-hmm. uh, 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 my dad is a businessman himself who started from scratch and he has built an empire for himself. And my mom as well sort of... Uh, uh, I don't, I don't know if you understand what uh, UC first year is or 11th. Uh, that's, that's when she got married. And then right now she's an MBA in finance and she runs her own college as well. Wow. Uh, so I have seen the entrepreneurial culture in my family uh, right from a very young age. So mm-hmm. I can conveniently sort of say that they are, uh, they have been my first inspirations to sort of look up. Uh, looking up to them was the first thing that I did and that's the reason why probably it was all the more difficult for me to be sort of working as an employee and never understood certain sort of rules and regulations which didn't make sense out there right so right. Uh, that that's how it all started uh, but eventually uh, uh, I, I'm sort of always everybody said that I'm a big uh, risk taker as well which I kind of uh, agree and I kind of believe as well Uh, Not sure about the big side, but yes, I am a risk taker. So Mm -hmm. uh, it all led me to sort of the logical conclusion that, you know what, I think I should just sort of get done with it because it's it's, it's been about uh, eight or nine years in the industry. And then if not now, then when? So uh, uh, that's when it all started. But having said that, in terms of inspiration, uh, once you start your journeys, when sort of I uh, started monitoring, I started observing, I started studying and learning a lot about uh, 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 how some of them have been able to sort of do it. 
one of the very earliest sort of uh, 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 champions of entrepreneurship that I was introduced to was Richard Benson and uh, 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 the way in which he went about sort of creating multiple sort of assets out there or multiple companies out there is still something that is mind-boggling for me right. and uh, uh, I think he's one of the first entrepreneurs that I did study and mm -hmm. then went on to study a lot of entrepreneurs and now at the stage wherein you keep studying and you keep picking up because whenever you seem to hit a roadblock it might be the downward trend, it might be a pause or it might be a new type of challenge. Uh, right. uh, you always fall back into what somebody else has sort of uh, uh, done, not in terms of, uh, let's say, what are the rules that they follow or what are the practices that they have, but it's, it's, it's very fascinating to understand the kind of mindset that they have. Uh, uh, that's what sort of I do follow and I do study the mindset of a lot of entrepreneurs for sure. Mm, quite interesting. So, um, if you can go back and remember, I'm, I'm pretty sure everybody remembers their first. So what was your first aha moment with Clever Ties? Uh, to be frank, uh, the first aha moment for us was uh, uh, when we were actually able to put this in practice. So mm -hmm. when, when I say put this in practice, what does it do? Let me just take a few seconds here and sort of probably explain how we go about our job. Uh, so oh. for us, one of the first core things that we do is not differentiate between a digital print or TVC or you know any of these platforms. Uh, for us, it's about looking at what the aspiration of the company slash objective of the company is or what the challenge that they are facing and how do you solve this? So for us, deploying the various sort of... Uh, uh, available resources for us, be it digital, be it print, be it Facebook or be it any other platform, radio or any other platform out there was basically just a tool for us to get our solution in place or deploy the solution that we want to sort of uh, put forth to solve a certain problem. Uh, the first aha moment probably was when we started noticing that we are on to something and we are actually able to go back and tell the client that, look, you have invested hundred bucks with us and we are able to sort of generate probably 3x times of it, 5x times of it and 8x times of it and convince the client that, you know, this is the right way of looking at it. And they started reporting these matrices internally as well, that this is the kind of ROI that we are generating. When mm -hmm. we got that validation from the client that, you know what, we are on to something is when sort of uh, uh, probably I would like to say was our first uh, uh, big validation for us, mm -hmm. uh, uh, more than the aha moment as such. So that kind of gave us that confidence that, you know what, what we are on to uh, uh, is something that actually works. True, true. I mean, like you said, giving uh, an example, like giving a 3x value to whatever they have invested definitely gives you a high saying, thinking that, yes, we are on to something and we are working with the mindset that, you know, the clients are benefiting with the value. Right. You, you know what, right? As long you might say it is 3x, you might say it is 5x. Right, it, right. What matters is if your client is buying it. If your client right. is convinced that, yes, they are actually getting benefited uh, 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 by those many x times with the overall integrated efforts that you're taking up, it kind true. of makes the most sense for you because uh, that's what matters. True, true. So with this, let's uh, get on to the next segment where we talk about clever ties. So if you can share, uh, you know, uh, about more about Clevertize, the technologies or the services uh, that you use and, you know, more brief about the company to our sure. listeners. Sure. Uh, 
so as I was sort of saying in the previous segment, uh, uh, Clevertize intends to be one of the country's uh, premium creative-led integrated marketing agency, which intends to grow brands at pace. That's our mantra right now. So we are focusing on growing the brands, not just growing the brands, but growing them at pace. Uh, 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 that's the focus that we have because uh, 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 right now uh, we live in a sort of culture wherein even a grown-up company, uh, a multi-million dollar company is also wanting to work like a startup and uh, grow at pace. So uh, uh, we have started inculcating or we have inculcated that kind of culture internally in terms of whatever we go back to the client with, we got to speak the language of ROI, we got to speak the language of uh, at what pace will this idea lead you to grow. But having said this, our, all, our approach would always be idea-led slash creative-led. It's a creative thought that we will take back to the client to solve a certain problem or achieve a certain objective that the client has. And then we deploy it all across. So in terms of how Clevertize works, we basically have five departments. Clevertize has got a strategy department. We have got a, uh, in terms of strategy department, uh, uh, these are real-time strategists. These are not sort of, uh, don't get me wrong, the namesake digital strategists who are out there, uh, mm -hmm. who haven't done actual strategy out there. Uh, I am a, of a strong believer that strategy is a very sort of, you know, wrongly used and abused word out there. Uh, 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 so what happens is the strategy team that we have, they come from mainline culture or they come from mainline agencies, uh, some of the top mainline agencies in the country, which mm -hmm. means that uh, their concepts are really strong. They come from a background of research. They come from a background of understanding the brand journey. They come from a background of understanding the three C's, which is your consumer, which is your uh, uh, client, and which is your category. So they have a very strong grip on the three C's and they are able to add actual human insights or bring actual human insights to the table, which mm -hmm. kind of strengthens our creative team. Now, when it comes to the creative team, one of the things that we always look out and why it is difficult for us to get probably the right people is that uh, we always look out for people with a dual experience, which is basically somebody who is from mainline and somebody who is from digital for all our senior management. Okay. So anybody who is a senior manager and above, we expect them to have had some sort of mainline experience and some sort of digital experience both. And the junior team is predominantly digital. That's how the culture of integrated approach to creative side of marketing sort of gets trickled down in the system. Uh, people just don't talk about Facebook post level language. They even talk about the voiceovers or the sort of RJ mentions that are needed or ads on Spotify uh, or any other sort of medium that is out there. Uh, the third department that we have is basically tech. Uh, in terms of tech, we have had the experience of creating chatbots. We have had the experience of uh, uh, creating sort of basic apps which help you uh, 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 book, let's say, for example, we built an application for uh, 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 some of the companies wherein you can just chat on Facebook and book your table at a restaurant. So uh, uh, those are the kind of interesting stuff that we have done. Obviously, uh, uh, right now, uh, uh, speaking about the elements like AR is also very important. We have done right. a lot of AR-led sort of elements for our clients as well, which is uh, uh, a new format of engagement, which gets you much higher engagement than the regular stuff out there. Mm -hmm. uh, that's your sort of tech team. The fourth and very important pillar for us is basically your uh, uh, media team. 
when it comes to media we have got a very strong sort of presence when it comes to the performance side of marketing because we talk the language of roi it is very important for us to have a very strong team which can uh, 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 bring your creative thought to life and amplify it in a big way to drive the uh, desired result in terms of roi roi can be in terms of uh, uh, the brand uplift that is there or it can be in terms of direct sales as well mm-hmm. irrespective of whatever the challenge we have got a team which manages that piece of it and uh, uh, the fifth and sort of the least sort of thanked uh, department in any uh, uh, agency is the servicing department which does a fabulous job of uh, 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 integrating all these pieces now for our servicing team we have a subset and a very unique department as well which is called as a department of integrated marketing efforts itself so it's called as integrate integrated marketing management uh, uh, as a department what this department does is basically it collaborates and ensures that there is cohesiveness amongst the various departments that are there and with the client as well it's very distinct from the servicing team but is also uh, 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 in some sense a subset of a servicing team as well uh, why that is needed the simple reason uh, why that is needed for us is because uh, the strategy team might crack the strategy and the creative team might crack the sort of idea but right. that needs to free flow across the tech department media department as well as with the client so mm-hmm. that requires a special effort beyond just a regular servicing team out there which is not possible so uh, uh, the people in integrated marketing team are the superheroes who kind of know uh, uh, who are basically jack of all trades and they end up knowing what happens across the uh, internal departments and they will have a very good grip of what is happening on the client side as well so i think that's how the team is structured and that's what probably makes it very unique uh, 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 for us uh, uh, in terms of uh, uh, the offering out there uh, uh, that we bring to the table as such i think that that kind of should be a quick summary of what we kind of offer to our clients i guess yeah no i'm quite amazed with the kind of structure that you've created within clevertise i mean it's uh, i should say it's there is a clarity in every department like people working that this is this is my ownership and this is what i need to do kind of correct thing. correct and then also it's not something that we have reached here we are ever evolving correct uh, integrated department was a thought which sort of came to us about 8 months ago and mm-hmm. we have been able to sort of uh, uh, put the department in place and it has sort of started giving us the desired uh, benefits and clients are starting to see the sort of uh, uh, you know advantage of having such a sort of team separately uh, trust me it's a big investment on an agency side uh, because mm-hmm. it's 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 uh, i think without mincing my words it's not a lip service that we do when we talk about the integrated marketing uh, department it's right. a department which is actually meant to uh, collaborate and make sure that there is uh, uh, an effort to show the client and actually make sure that there is an actual value that we are able to add for the client so that's something that we have started to sort of uh, realize but as i said uh, uh, because of the nature of the service that we have and because of the kind of objective that we have uh mm-hmm. it is very important that we stay very dynamic and uh, ever evolving and uh, not have a very rigid structure mm-hmm. that is true well said there so uh, like you have different departments right catering to the different needs right. uh, of uh, clever ties so 
how do you manage to you know uh, set or uh, set track and achieve goals in every department of your organization right so uh, what happens is the structure obviously is 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 uh, very flat in terms of the expectations that need to be sort of set but it's very clear in terms of the kpis that are set for each individual as such right uh, one of the things for you if you want to sort of you know do really well at clevertize is basically if you have a sense of uh, attitude of being a self starter and if you have a sense of basically ownership that you can take uh, as i said uh, as i sort of keep saying it's it's important for us to have somebody with the right attitude than the right skill sets because the right. skill sets can be easily taught but attitude is something that is very difficult for you to sort of find so it's 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 important for us to have those people with that right attitude and it becomes very easy for us to train them as well because a copywriter it's it's difficult in today's world to expect a copywriter to sort of have a clear, clarity in terms of how the performance side of the media works right mm-hmm. that's something that we can teach you but if you have the right attitude of wanting to learn it then it it's it's, it's very clear uh what happens is look because we are so much driven towards trying to show the value there is a very beautiful mechanism that is there in terms of an evaluation system that happens internally uh, mm-hmm. uh, with each department which happens on a weekly basis to monitor in terms of uh, uh, how is the outcome how is the output that is happening and we also have something which is basically an interdepartmental meeting which happens on uh, in the second week of every month where all the departments come together and the discussion is around how do we collaborate with each other how do we help improve each other and make sure that we are able to sort of fix certain problems or improve our sort of delivery as well uh in terms of the kpis it's 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 crystal clear in terms of what the expectation from not just each department but each in, individually supposed to sort of contribute uh, mm-hmm. uh because it's 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 uh, i don't know it's 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 more of how things would work in the world of let's say basketball each player each individual player or even football for that matter each right. individual player has got a specific responsibility that they got to play right. and if one of the player drops off or if one of the player is not able to sort of support the whole system gets affected that's right. that's very important that's that's the beauty of an integrated system and that's a sort of challenge with an integrated system as well as long as somebody with the right attitude uh, uh, is around it becomes very easy for us and that's the reason why it's very important for us to have somebody who can take that sense of ownership in the system uh, uh, the other way around of saying this is each resource for us be it the uh, group head or be it the junior most a uh, resource in the system they have got a very specific responsibility that they need to take up which if they don't do it affects the whole system mhm mhm makes sense i i hope that that answers your question yeah 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 definitely it does so uh like you said you have you have a, a system set where where you uh, meet weekly and uh, uh meet uh, interdepartment meeting is done um every second week of the month yeah. so uh, this way uh, you are uh, trying to make sure that all the departments are in sync and the flow of information is right so that there are no 
um, how do I say blunders that happen because of uh, miscommunication. <laughs> but still, they still happen, but the idea yeah. is to minimize it as much as possible. Yeah, they do blunders. I don't think happen. Mistakes do happen. That's yeah, what I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so now, um, you know, uh, like you are also taking care of the tech department, right? Where you were creating apps and chatbots. Now, when it comes to technology, we are in an era right now where the technology is getting upgraded after every ten days. I feel because Correct. you do get an upgrade, you do get an information on the internet that this is a new version that has come up. So, how are you maintaining that department? Uh, with the change in the technology that is happening. Right. So uh, this is where one of the important aspects, what happens is the tech team works closely with the integrated marketing department and they both collab in terms of what are the new elements that are out there in the market and how is it possible for us to kind of start using them, right? Uh, be it like, for example, I can give you one of the uh, interesting elements that we did for one of our clients. Uh, 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 what we did, this is a high-end sort of membership and one of the country's most premium sort of club memberships uh, uh, that we were trying to sort of sell. Each membership was upwards of 1.1 uh, lakh, 1.25 lakhs, right? And we were targeting only the CEOs of the companies. I'm not talking about some fancy tech, but a simple sort of uh, 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 sort of change that we brought about, which did a lot of difference or made a lot of difference to our uh, uh, overall sort of, you know, revenue that the client generated. What we did was uh, when people came onto our landing page and filled in the lead to inquire about the club membership, uh, what does happen right now is that people randomly call you at any random interval, uh, uh, at any random time, uh, hoping that you pick up a call and you basically respond back to them, correct? Nobody is going to ask you, like, we set this meeting at a certain time and we made sure that both of us are available at that time, right? Mm -hmm. But how does it happen when you want to buy a car or when you want to buy a club membership or when you buy want to buy a house and you make an inquiry, right? They don't ask you if you're free or if you're available, right? They right. randomly call you at any time. What we did was that along after they filled in the lead, we asked them, what is your preferred time slot to sort of ask to sort of basically pick up a call and we asked them to choose any two time slots right mm -hmm. right from morning eight till evening eight they could pick up any time slot where they would be available to respond to us what happened was it drastically increased the percentage of the responses that we started getting from these people because psychologically they were prepared for a phone call between let's say nine to ten a.m right right because it's, it's, it might be just a 10-minute conversation. We are not mm -hmm. asking them for an hour. We are asking them, which is the convenient time slot for us to pick up a call for you to for a quick 10-minute chat, right? Right, right. What started happening is because these guys are at a CEO, CEO level or a CXO level, uh, they started sort of giving this more and more responses. And they started feeling happy that, yeah, you actually are considerate and you value my time. So I will value your time as well. So there was a sense of mutual respect and we ensured that we are taking care of their convenience as well. Mm -hmm. That led to a drastic increase in the kind of uh, uh, subscriptions that we started getting with initial response rate going up by somewhere around 3x times in the first week itself. So oh, wow. in that context, it, it, it made great sense for us to just add this another layer after the lead generation is done. Uh, with, with more so we even ask them as to what are your hobbies like what's your favorite sport 
right mm-hmm. you ask them are you into cards or are you into sort of you know uh, sort of tennis or are you into golfing what mm-hmm. are your favorite sports who is your favorite whatever we started having those conversations and got them to sort of answer it's optional if whether you want right. to answer you answer you don't want to answer you don't answer but right there were at least 10 to 12% of the people who answered all the other questions as well what happened was when the sales representative actually picked up a phone call they could have a conversation about f1 race they could have a conversation with these cxos instead of just blindly pitching your services out there so the overall conversation felt more friendly and nuanced and uh, the other side knew that sort of you know something about me so we are going to d- discuss about a subject which is more interesting to me mm-hmm. these are uh, this is a classic example of how sort of the creative thought which is very simple thought of asking them for their time and then sort of getting them to uh, have this conversation and to to be frank we even wrote the script for the callers to basically pick up which no right. agency does out there to be frank but when we get involved we said that there is something there might be something wrong with the script and our gut feel was right so we optimized the script as well for them Mm-hmm. Uh, right from sort of getting the simple idea executed by the tech team to get them to take an appointment after they have filled in the lead to the media team which ensures that we are able to reach the right kind of people at the most cost effective way it's a simple example of how an integrated approach clubs all the departments together and delivers a better roi for you uh, the additional amount charged to the client for this is 0 rupees because mm-hmm. th- this is the value add that we bring to the table correct. Correct. for everybody who is signing up with us correct that's that's an excellent example so do you have any training uh, in place like in house training or something like that that you ask your employees to uh, participate in to make sure that they are up to date with the technology correct so we didn't have a training program for nearly a year year and a half Mm-hmm. and then slowly as and how we, the team size started growing we started realizing that there is a need for us mm-hmm. uh, otherwise initially it used to happen through a system called as buddy system wherein uh, your buddy who knows your kpis really well will keep on training and keep on telling you as to how the system works right okay uh, uh, but over a period of time we started realizing that just having a buddy system which we still continue to have uh, is not going to sort of help so what has happened is at various levels there are various training programs that we have sort of designed for somebody who we feel that there is a need for them to pick up or and above that uh, we are adding another layer to it beyond mm-hmm. the fact that whenever they are jumping in they need to get a training uh, and having a buddy system right now uh, we are having another sort of mechanism of helping them to take a certain set of questions or quiz as well uh, 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 at an interval of somewhere around 3 months once they are joining in for mm-hmm. them to understand uh, it's 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 uh, uh, don't get me wrong this system is not to sort of uh, qualify whether you are a good fit or not uh, uh, but this or or to sort of give you score or grade you but it's more of a self assessment system which kind of gives you an idea as to which are the sections that you are good at and which are the sections that you can probably pick up more and once they find this out there are certain sort of courses there are certain classes there are certain training material there are certain sessions that seniors in the system will also give you even that program basis your score is also being designed right now we mm-hmm. believe that as and how we are growing sort of uh, uh, now there are uh, there is sort of rapid recruitment that is happening at clevertise so for that reason we are sort of uh, uh, 
in the race against time to kind of build a better mechanism or a better sort of training system for people to be uh, 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 trained automatically which should take uh, least amount of manual sort of intervention of some other team member and uh, 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 somebody who is actually keen to learn should be able to sort of uh, pick this up on their own and uh, understand the nuances of how Clevertize works uh, against or, 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 or how Clevertize is very different in its functioning uh, than whatever previous experience they could probably sort of have had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now, like you said, right, that uh, Clevertize is uh, growing at a rapid pace and you're, you're in a process of hiring. So, um, would like to understand, like, you know, is, is Clevertize being already funded or uh, it is something that you're managing right now on your own? So we are proudly a bootstrap sort of uh, agency. Mm -hmm. And uh, however, just would like to sort of add a, a small feather in our cap. Uh, I think there are two offers for funding that have happened, one at the very initial stage and another one uh, about uh, 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 six months ago, where we have said no to the funding that was offered to us. Because uh, right now, I think uh, with the kind of change that we are wanting to bring in, mm -hmm. I don't think that the market or the investors out there are valuing us at a sort of price that we kind of deserve. And that happens only when we grow uh, probably somewhere around 4x times of the size that we are right now. Mm -hmm. And we are able to sort of grow 4x times in terms of size and probably 10x times in terms of the overall business that we do right now for uh, the bigger investors out there to actually take note of how we go about our things. So there is no hurry for us to get that funding in. Uh, but once we are ready uh, 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 and once we are valued at a right price point mm -hmm. is when we can sort of consider something of that sort. Oh, that's lovely. That's lovely and quite encouraging, actually. So what are your, uh, what are the future mas market prospects that you see in the industry? So I'll tell you something very funny that is happening. Now, uh, uh, three years ago is when we said that we wanted to be integrated uh, agency. And there are a lot of people who sort of, there are very few people who thought about having an integrated sort of offering. I just want to clarify one uh, aspect here. Please don't mistake us for a one-stop shop for all your problems. We are not. We are a certain thought, like for example, like any company out there, uh, for them, uh, anybody who is sort of aspiring to be a one-stop shop, as they say in marketing world, it's better to be known for one reason than not to be known for 10 reasons out there. So we definitely are not a one-stop shop. A lot of people out there from the time that we started calling ourselves integrated, have started calling themselves integrated, though everybody knows that they're a media-led agency, though everybody in practice know that they're a creative agency, though everybody knows that some of them, we also had this sort of problem of people assuming that we are just a digital agency, right? And a and, right. and, 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 uh, uh, lot of people out there are making this sort of mistake of assuming that integrated marketing offering is equal to one-stop shop for every need that you have we definitely are not uh, one-stop shop for everything that you need uh, so right now in terms of trend it has become a trend for everybody to call themselves as an integrated service provider right <laughs> uh, 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 while i would have liked to name a couple of them but rather would not uh, would not name a couple of other uh, i think just one 
agency which is doing a decent effort in terms of putting these things together and uh, still they lack the understanding of media or amplification or driving an actual roi right now what i was saying is one of the things uh, uh, like i was saying uh, there are hardly any agencies which are integrated service providers in true nature but there is one such agency which we see as a sort of you know potential uh, competitor uh, uh, though they are much bigger than us right now today in terms of name and size but in terms of the approach that they are taking uh, uh, they are moving in the right direction uh, 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 to sort of provide an integrated approach to the solutions that they are providing but still media is one of the pieces which is very difficult for them to crack as of now so uh, uh, i i would like to sort of say that the trend of you being an integrated marketing agency will continue and parallelly uh, uh, because there is a misconstrued understanding or a misunderstanding that integrated marketing solutions is equal to one stop shop uh, uh, there are other si- type of agencies which are coming up which is uh, some of them might be focusing on for example you might have heard meme marketing or influencer marketing right so there are agencies which specifically PR, focus on uh, meme marketing or influencer marketing but what is integrated let's look at it from the lens of a company right if if let's say for example uh, ebay happens to be one of our clients if ebay is wanting to look at their marketing activities they are not going to look at print digital pr radio and and and, and so on so forth 10 other departments as separate elements right for their company all these pieces need to come together and support one particular sort of uh, help them achieve that one particular objective slash target that they would have right that's mm-hmm. how clients view you and we are telling them that that's how you should view us as an extended arm of yourself instead of you having these set of people sit there on your sort of team they are just sitting on the other side but we are an extended arm who understand the various aspects that are necessary for the business and help you to take better calls so uh, uh, that aspect in terms of true sense of creating an integrated marketing atmosphere is difficult but the trend of people calling themselves as an integrated marketing will sort of is here to he's here to stay and it will continue on the other side you can also see that there are a lot of agencies which will focus and specialize on a certain aspect only which will start coming into picture probably 3 to 4 years from now in a much bigger way mm-hmm. uh, sort of it's 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 ridiculous to say that the focus is now on digital so there will be a lot of digital agencies out there which will sort of grow because there are already more than enough digital agencies that are out there which are uh, having weight to less number of clients and sort of uh, 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 are finding it difficult out there Mm-hmm. but more so the digital transition or the awareness of digital being an in- important platform has happened to the clients thanks to the coronavirus than it has happened to the agencies as such so uh, in that context digital is something that will obviously see a upward tick but i think integrated is something that will sort of become even more fancier word for people to kind of start using uh, uh, but i think uh, 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 the real growth that will happen is basically in a scenario wherein somebody is able to adopt to the various technologies that are available out there and somebody who is able to crack video as a content so these two parallels are very important uh, 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 when you look at 
uh, how do you succeed if you are able to crack these two pieces in a big way uh, i think uh, uh, it's 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 the probability of you succeeding are going to be really high and that's where uh, some of the agencies have started focusing on rightly so and it's going to only increase in the days to come yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So with, with growth, obviously, comes opportunities. So let's move on to our next segment where we talk about the employment and the opportunities that are uh, offered in the market. So since you have worked in companies and now obviously your own uh, Cleverize, so do you see uh, any kind of a, uh, change in the way you hire uh, when it comes to an already established agencies and the agencies that are coming up as startups? So it depends on role to role, uh, to be frank, like, for example, there are certain senior roles where we prefer picking up people from the top agencies out there mm -hmm. uh, and should be from advertising as a sort of uh, a career choice for these guys. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, it's important for us because they would have sort of understood the basics really well and they would be sort of it, it can be safely assumed that they are from a good breed of you know uh, 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 creative minds or the good media minds out there uh, who are really good at their job but when it comes to the other sort of aspects of the team we have changed our mindset from trying to pick up people only from agency background to being open to talent coming in from any direction for that matter like for example uh, right now, we have hired somebody whose speciality is Hindi and his mother tongue and his first education had to be in Hindi, like schooling itself mm -hmm. had to be in Hindi. Obviously, uh, English is a language that you should ideally know as well. Uh, but then uh, I think when was the last time when you heard that uh, 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 sort of integrated marketing agency or uh, an agency out there was hiring somebody who's mother tongue plus their schooling had to be in Hindi. What that gives you a sense is basically uh, regional content is going to become more and more important as we grow right? Uh, uh, and as the markets grow as well. Uh, so the approach for you to pick up such people or your sort of mindset, which previously used to work in a certain way are not going to sort of uh, uh, fit in anymore. Uh, and there are CMOs who are really good, uh, who have been dentists or doctors in their sort of professional background, and they realize that their actual calling is marketing and they have done wonderfully well. Right. All I'm saying is, if you want to have superb talent, you got to take the risk and you got to sort of give chance to somebody who is not from the core background. Mm -hmm. uh, as long as those resources are not uh, uh, looking at, you know, uh, money being the priority, but passion being the priority. And right. with time, it's 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 a, it's important for them to know that if you're able to create that mantle, money is something that's a byproduct which will follow, obviously. But in terms of hiring mindset, we are quite open now to people coming in from uh, other sects of you know uh, 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 other other uh, sort of you know categories where right. they work. They might be uh, from tech or they might be from sort of uh, other background. But we got to be a little more open uh, to pick people up. Yeah. Right. And I'm, I'm quite glad, actually, that you shared that example of uh, that recently you have hired a person who is more comfortable in Hindi 
uh, than in English because when it when it comes to companies, they they feel that you know the basic communication has to happen in English. But like you said, the regional uh, content is going to come up, and that's where you need such people. So that gives a hell lot of opportunities for a lot of people. Uh, to join uh, advertising agencies, even though they might not be comfortable with English language, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. There is no doubt. Look, that's why I said there. Like for example, if I need him to, or I need him or her to write a really good script in Hindi. True. How good is his English, or how good is her English? Has got zero value on in in Clevertise or for the client for that matter right correct, correct. as long as you're good at the piece that you do and then you converse with me in Hindi there is absolutely nothing stopping you from uh, adding great value to us as long as you're good in cracking that uh, script in Hindi so uh, that's that 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 openness is very important and I think that uh, any matured agency out there would look at it in this context and more and more agencies should start looking at it in that context as well, that uh, English is a language of convenience and not a compulsion. Oh, rightfully said. So do you do you see that change in your uh, industry in advertising? Or, Advert or, advertising or as an industry should be able to lead this, if you ask. Correct. Yes, that's that is the reason I'm asking this question. Like, you so know. definitely, you will have to lead with uh, this one. Like, for example, if 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 somebody is from South, normally they know four languages, right? I right. know three languages: uh, Canada, Hindi, and English. Canada is my mother tongue. But mm -hmm. having said that, uh, uh, we understand the importance of somebody knowing the regional language and them being good at uh, uh, that piece of it. Mm -hmm. My system has got a very open culture of you conversing in whatever language that you would be convenient with. Uh, there are certain roles for which you would need to know sort of how to write a professional email. Mm -hmm. uh, but beyond that, there is no restriction or I, I think sort of those kind of restrictions are not something that will help you prosper at all. Uh, it, it, it doesn't really matter if you know English or not, as long mm -hmm. as knowing English is not your KPI. For somebody from, let's say, a servicing team or somebody uh, uh, who is supposed to present a pitch to a client who has absolutely no idea about Hindi or is not comfortable with Hindi, there it becomes important that you find somebody inside the system who can deliver a kick-ass right. presentation in English. Right. But that doesn't stop somebody who is really good at Hindi or, 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 or Tamil or Kannada or Telugu uh, to basically be part of the team and do their part of work in a uh, fabulous way. Right, rightfully said. I'm really glad that you, again, really, really glad that you shared that with us. So um, uh, since uh, since you're hiring employees, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you would be coming across people who are already coming with the entrepreneur mind. Like you, like you also said, right? You never had that employee mindset when you were working so uh, when you have people uh, with this mindset working in in clever ties uh, do you think it is going to hurt your business in some way or the other or it really helps look uh, you can either sort of safeguard your business be small and die a slow mm -hmm. death or you can sort of trust your employees and do the right thing out there because the focus is not about uh, who might end up sort of having their own shop a uh, few years from now, the focus has right. to be today. What is the value that you are able to deliver to your client? Uh, trust me, if those that's the kind of mindset that you have and you want to safeguard your business, maybe being in business itself is not 
uh, uh, right piece for you and you should reconsider that to be frank because mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's it's like saying that you know what i'm going to hire you know one of the classic things that happens right if like if 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 there is a manager and if he he or she feels that the new recruit is actually better than them and can pose a, can pose a potential threat uh, there is a mindset of not ending up hiring them Correct. Right, right. Because they are afraid of their own sort of whatever piece. So you are asking me the same question that if 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 my intention is to hire somebody who is uh, not as good as me, uh, uh, if if I go with that mindset, I'm mm-hmm. not an entrepreneur. I'm an employee. My objective is to find people who can tell me how to do things and not to sort of hire people to whom I have to tell them how to do things. that's why sort of uh, one of the lovely books that you can read is uh, by reed hastings it's called as no rules rules uh, he's the co-founder of netflix mm-hmm. and he speaks about a concept of talent stacking what that means is basically you got to have a set of high performing individuals in your system which kind of creates an atmosphere that the overall productivity increases uh, uh, more when there are sort of people with high caliber who are working in a single system so the idea has to be to create a system with high performing individuals and not with sort of low or moderately performing individuals you can't aspire to be the number one if you go with the mindset of uh, what happens if somebody is going to open a shop tomorrow true true rightfully said again i i completely echo that thought so on this let's let's go on to our last segment of the interview which is a little lighter where we again talk about you sagar so what's your favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur on a lighter note you can actually sort of take a leave without writing a leave application to anybody else <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one actually <laughs> oh but uh, the fact of the matter is that i have created such a culture for everybody else as well all you have to do is inform that you are taking a leave rather than right. seek a leave so we are sort of not there yet but we are trying to create a culture which is a culture which is very open and helps you self evaluate and you know what's the right thing to do we mm-hmm. want to create a system which places lot of trust on your judgment of when to prioritize yourself when to prioritize your work etc so on so forth that's the reason why one of the initiatives that we have taken is that uh, nobody needs to ask for a leave you got to inform that you're taking this leave mm-hmm. uh, 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 and very interestingly uh, uh, i was having this conversation with somebody uh, 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 one of the person who had newly joined she was not aware that you can actually take a leave without having a valid reason that's right. another thing that we have uh, uh, people can just pick up a call and say that you know what there is a netflix series that i got to finish today so i'm not in the mood to work and there is nothing that's urgent today so i want to take a leave to watch a netflix series yes that's good. awesome you can you, you can actually do that in cleverize you can actually do that and and in india it is i i don't know it is frowned upon i think to actually i mean people do make excuses like you know they take a sick leave or something and they want to watch so look i tell them that But, look there are only so many times that you can kill your grandfather and correct. grandmothers right exactly so there is yeah. no point in doing that you might as well be honest and say that you know i'm not in a mood to work today it's it's okay mental health is very important the more and more we think about it 
it's True. important for the entrepreneurs to understand uh, uh, the aspect of mental wellness right Right. Some days you might not just be in the mood to write copies. Some days you might just not want to pick up that phone call on the client, right? right. So you've got to be able to sort of uh, balance it out. It's not a one-way, one-sided sort of story, but you've got mm-hmm. to be able to balance it out. Some days your mental health is more important than whatever is there on your plate. So you, that's the reason why we have a buddy system wherein your buddy will back up for you that day. Mm-hmm. And he or she will take care of whatever sort of stuff that you got to take care of, right? And right. you go chill, you go sort of just take a nap if you want or go out for a drive, do whatever you want. Just don't kill those grandfathers and grandmothers and lie to us about it. And over a period of time, sort of people have started being more and more honest because they know that they are not being judged for taking a leave for no good reason out there. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'll I'll tell you my personal experience. I mean, I'm, what what happened was when we were working, uh, like both my husband and I were working in the same company in Europe, and uh, there the culture is that after five p.m. Uh, around five five thirty, as far as I remember, uh, they don't work, right. no matter what, until and unless the business is really crashing, mm. then they will sit. Beyond that, they're not going to do overtime like normally Indians do. So. Uh, my husband Indeed. had to work work late on mm-hmm. that particular day. You won't mm-hmm. imagine the main security guard from the ground floor came up, gave him the keys mm-hmm. and told him, okay, since you're working late, I cannot stay past this particular time. Mm-hmm. Lock <laughs> the wow. main gate and come up early tomorrow so mm-hmm. that people can enter. And he had to do that. Wow. And he was like, I, would, I wouldn't have experienced this anywhere else mm-hmm. other than that place. So it, it was quite, actually, in one way, it was quite refreshing, mm-hmm. frankly speaking. <laughs> and uh, it was like, oh, I, I wish this culture was everywhere. Right. See, it's a factor of something else as well. I just want to add, uh, I think uh, a couple of years back, I was reading a report which said that 65% of the uh, Indians earn less than 100 rupees a day. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's important. There are a lot of people who do double shifts as well, Veronica. Yeah. Right? to make things happen, to make ends meet. Uh, we are still a very sort of developing nation and uh, we have to juggle between what are the perks that we can have as a country and you know uh, what are the perks that we cannot have. So it's my sort of humble request to uh, not just the agencies, but let's be frank to all the clients out there as well. If you know that the it's, 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 it's okay not to pick up something on a Friday evening, Correct. Also, don't pick up and let them also not pick it up. You can just put in a request saying that on Monday, can you start a little early so that we can have this thing sort of sorted instead of unnecessarily building pressure over the weekends. It it will spoil your mood, it will spoil the system's mood and it will spoil everybody's mood. That's the reason why one of the things that I tell everybody in the system is that if at all somebody comes up with uh, a, a a uh, request which you feel is not so fair to be put across over a weekend, you redirect mm-hmm. them directly to me and I'll handle. Because I would rather want my team to chill over the weekend than to work over the weekend. Right. Uh, but having said that, I am lucky enough to have a system wherein people are matured enough to differentiate what is an emergency and if need be, they pick it up themselves. Uh, without somebody having to break their head that I know, is, I know. Is, is, is not something that we do. And uh, because of that reason, it's it's very well. But as an entrepreneur, 
I feel that it is my responsibility to sort of face the client and tell them that probably this is not a good request to be put across over a weekend. And mm. you got to do that. You got to have their back instead of sort of, you know, uh, 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 every time complying to the concept of customer is the king. No, it's a partnership. It's not right. a, exactly. a, 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 a kingdom and a slavery concept. It's a partnership. Correct. And Correct. I'm lucky to sort of have set of clients who are sort of uh, considerate to understand this and open to give us a platform wherein we can voice our opinion and mm-hmm. uh, uh, go back and say that you know what guys why don't you just chill over this weekend we'll manage it some other time that's how the relationship should True. be with the clients as well yeah. yeah i think even the clients are looking for companies who can you can just uh, simply stand up and say okay what you're saying will not work it has to go around this way because sometimes the other party will give you a better idea on how things might happen correct 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 that's right so they, they don't want a hanji hanji kind of <laughs> vendorship like ha kar denge kar denge ha this is also doable even when you know internally that it's going to be uh, something uh, you know it's it's very it's outrageous it's, it's very funny veronica so what happens is uh, think about it this way right like till the time your brand manager is somebody with an employee mindset you can't do uh-huh. it campaigns it's as right. simple as that right. you should just hope and sort of uh, you know pray that the marketing team is a set of entrepreneurial mindset Uh, people with an entrepreneurial mindset and risk taking ability hmm. only then will it happen uh, a simple question to all the clients and all the brand managers out there do you think that the owners of the company uh, uh, avoided risk and built such a big empire for you no not really if you want to actually contribute to your company's growth you got to take a little more risk push for an idea which uh, you feel uh, is right but might not get the approval of the management so easily by sort of reminding them that the founders of your company hmm. didn't build such a big company by not taking risk so take a calculated risk and push the boundaries a little further and trust me it's an agency's job to consistently be at it because we are in the business of rejection right right uh, our job is to sort of pitch ideas and their jobs is to probably reject the ideas <laughs> but uh, uh, when when you have that gut feeling and when you have that calling that it might be a little risky but you know that it's the right thing to do uh, uh, take that plunge and probably uh, uh, try and push the boundaries a little if you find such a sort of uh, brand manager which you should all hope for which we all hope for Mm. Uh, that's when you are able to sort of create kickass campaigns which 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 uh bring in great results for you as well yeah yeah that's true that's true so uh, with this like uh, like like you like you rightfully said you know like uh, friday uh, friday evenings weekends are a must where where you can rejuvenate and do the things that you really love other than your work obviously so when you feel that uh, thing that you know like uh, probably your creative uh, mind is at a stall and you're not getting the ideas uh, which are hard hitting or uh, you know you feel like burnt out and you need a break so what are the things that you do to relax yourself out i think uh, what happens is i'm i'm there are a couple of things that i love beyond advertising as well and mm-hmm. and, and the problem is that i am a 24 by 7 guy which means that if i like a certain idea i'll just sort of pop in the thought out there and mm-hmm. uh, whoever likes that idea or whoever is in the mood to respond can respond and there is no culture of because sort of uh, the boss has sent a message everybody has to appreciate it no right, i hate right. it 
I would rather have more people who have their original opinion than more people who agree with me, right? True. Uh, 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 so that's something that keeps on happening. But uh, there are certain things beyond this as well. Uh, 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 I sort of am into bikes and cars as well, which I love to sort of explore and sort mm-hmm. of uh, uh, do my thing. Uh, all all the sort of typical boys' toys things, uh, which I am into, <laughs> uh, uh, are stuff that keeps me engaged. And beyond this. I definitely sort of love some nice cooking as well. And beyond Lovely. this, uh, uh, I'm also involved with certain sort of uh, uh, projects uh, in the society, especially education being one of the areas of interest. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I'm also part of the uh, 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 executive council of uh, VTU. Uh, I sit on the board of VTU as well. So mm-hmm. there is a lot of work that I pick up on, 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 on that front as well. Uh, which keeps me engaged but yeah uh, uh, that's what I like to do uh, beyond or when I'm not sort of uh, doing my first love which is advertising. Oh that's lovely so the last question for this interview so any uh, three advices that you want to give our aspiring entrepreneurs that they need to you know consider when they want to start their new company? Three advices that I would want to give an entrepreneur. Look, uh, uh, one of the first things that I would like to tell them is that if it's very important for you to have a good validation for your idea, uh, just because you liked your idea doesn't mean that it's an idea worth uh, uh, money and people are ready to pay for that particular service, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to be smarter about getting a right validation and it's better to reach out to random people and check if your idea actually works than talking to your girlfriends and boyfriends and asking if they love the idea, mm-hmm. right? That's, right. That's, that's not the best way to go about it. So work on the validation of the idea because trust me, the ideas are easy and ideas are cheap. It's the execution that matters, which, is the, second, which is the second uh, advice that I would want to sort of give them. Uh, just because you had a great idea and you got the validation right doesn't mean that you're going to make it big. Uh, understand that it's just 10% of it is idea. Even for us in our business also, uh, uh, the credit uh, given to a great idea is only 10% of it. 90% of it is always execution. So if you're good at cracking the execution, even an average idea can become a big idea. So uh, second one is work really closely and work really strong on your execution. The third one is uh, if you are committing to some something, commit to that aspect at least for three years, uh, which means that uh, hardly any money, hardly any friends, hardly any time for you to chill and do the other stuff that you might like. But that's the minimum commitment that you got to uh, give the idea uh, so the aspect of give and take or, or in Hindi as they say kuch ke liye kuch khona padta hai, uh, that's what you sort of lose or that's what you invest three years of your time uh, mm-hmm. uh, to sort of make it happen and uh, uh, you can review where you have reached and sort of whether it's the right path or not and how you need to sort of elevate it to the next level after three years but that's a bare minimum that you got to uh, commit to an idea. So mm-hmm. I think those would be the three advices or uh, more so three uh, pointers to keep in mind that I would like to sort of tell your audience. Wow. So on that note, thank you, Sagar, so much for being a part of Insider's Talk. And it was extremely lovely and insightful to talk to you. Glad, Veronica, that we had this chat. I had a lot of fun talking to you as well. 
and i hope that sort of uh, your podcast also sort of reaches more and more people out there and becomes uh, more and more sort of valuable for people out there and it's a wonderful thought that uh, you have to bring in the uh, or get the inputs for your audience from the various entrepreneurs out there so cheers to you for that So that's all from me today. I hope you enjoyed the interview and had some valuable lessons to take in with you and the stories inspired you and you found it interesting. I would be coming with more new stories in the coming week. Every week, every Monday you will get to hear from me from a new entrepreneur their stories about their brands, about their insights on employment and few tips and tricks to get into entrepreneurship. Stay tuned, stay safe and enjoy your life.